This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. What's up everyone? Welcome to Bijistan, where streamers live. In this show, we talk about everything from Seinfeld to Mirzapur. I'm your host, Siddharth Jain, and joining me as always is Gaurav Jain and Mahasha. Without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, Gaurav and Mahash. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hi, so, guys. I've got some great feedback, man, for the last episode. People loved your list of all the Bollywood oh. remakes. Amazing. Amazing. I hope somebody yeah. makes one of those. I don't know about that, but I also got feedback that I should probably go and, you know, look for a second-hand tractor in Andhari West and probably buy one. <laughs> <laughs> so but you've that, got you've that, got a jeep now, right? You've got the thar. So yeah, uh, but that's a small step away. That's a small tractor. One step away from a tractor now, man. <laughs> so anyway, so I think I'll just quickly uh, let's talk about the things we'll talk about today. Uh, we'll start with Tandav, the White Tiger. Then we talk about some Firang shows, Lupin, Cobra Kai, your favorite American God season three, and maybe like you know talk about some other stuff that we are watching right now, and then probably come back to it in the next few episodes. Yep, sounds like a plan. Yeah, sounds good, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Super. So, what do you want to start out first with, Tandav or the White Tiger? I mean, both are crappy, so we can pick whichever one. <laughs> it's it's not like you're gonna okay, get something. anything good. So let's uh, let's start with Tandav. I think it's still causing some upheaval in the country yeah. for I think no reason, no real yep. reason. But yeah, so I think the, the the only thing it should be causing upheaval for is is really how bad it is and why it should yeah, have been exactly. really made. You know, exactly. more than anything. Exactly. Yeah, I it's taken away agree. the focus from the show, man. Like yep. we should not be talking about the show so much. It's the it's it's just such a by the numbers formulaic. project you know it just blows my mind that somebody must have spent probably what looks like 30 to 40 crore easily on a show like this with like i mean they've got heavy hitters right dimple kapadia what a cast is got a massive you know man. it's definitely fun i mean they've all come together all of this stuff the only thing they couldn't do was find somebody to write that's the thing like mm. you spent all that money on like the cast and the setting that like script ke liye paisa hi nahi tha kisi ke paas mein so uh, i mean it is so bad dude There was this one moment in it which I just thought, "Okay, this is going to be horrible." Is when this lady, the one of the, I think, characters, mm-hmm. she runs into that play when they are performing, and she proceeds right. to sort of do this whole exposition about what's going on, who's been arrested, what their motivation was, what the implication is, because nobody talks like that. You mm-hmm. don't come into a play. Nobody talks like that. So they do that much exposition there. It's like the lab, damn near a voiceover level thing. And flip side, nobody sort of delved into Saif Ali Khan's character. you know like childhood kya hai where is he actually living where is that place how does he have a house that big yeah i think the depth was missing from yeah. from i mean is he is have they come from nothing or have they always been rich like there is no understanding yes his father's been a two time prime minister but you know not a lot of two time pms live like that so mm-hmm. uh, there is just so much missing it's just i don't get it man like like what is the point of this Sure. So I I don't get you know Gorov Solanki uh, the guy who wrote it is is been one of my favorite writers because he wrote my favorite film last year that was Article 15 right yes um, and and, and mm. when this comes out as as his next work you know I, I think if I'm not mistaken Article 15 was his first film he's done a few songs before that 
Um, and this is what comes out from him after is 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 also a little surprising. But you know what? I also say like I don't know how much of this stuff gets chopped out when they're editing it or putting it together. But at the same time, you know, it's a it's a it's a web series. There is no es- essential pressure on time and stuff like that. And plus, it's a goddamn half an hour show. I don't know who in their right mind creates a political you know drama which is thirty minutes an episode. And no, it may be also, so bad yeah. that it feels like an hour, but uh, it's it. I just don't understand who's coming up with this stuff. Like, what is going on? Like, Amazon Prime has gone from being my heroes like two months ago or a month ago, and then Tandav and Kuli number one back to back, and I was like, okay, now I'm questioning like what's going on over there. So, nobody uh, knows. Kuli number one was developed by them, so I have not. No, no, yeah, I'm saying still, yeah, they still paid a fuck ton of money to buy it, right? So somebody is not thinking is what i would See, think you know also what happens right is that um, just going back to the uh, the writer thing i think in series especially it's such a uh, you know it's a group group approvals happen right right from the writer director producer studio platform back and forth so there's only that much a writer can yeah yeah through, unless he's I mean, a big guy yeah and no, usually the weakest guys in the room sports. right i'm sure so uh, yeah for sure Yeah, so I wouldn't like uh, you know blame him all the way. Blame him, yeah. I don't think that's fair. No, but but even, yeah, you know, but, think- but there's so many people said like there's a director here. There's people who are on the production side. There's people on the platform side. Don't you get up and see that? I can see this series. I can tell you what's wrong. It takes five minutes think- to tell you sort of pinpoint yeah, why see- don't they do fix those things. So Gaurav, my thing is this: uh, the director Ali. I mean, he is known for his you know commercial pot boilers. Yeah, very yeah. big, and loud. If you look at his movies. I think uh-huh. you know if his mo- his movies and his series the kind of you get what you expect if you look if you've watched his films you know oh, that yeah. you know the show will be with that aesthetic and yeah. that's like the massiness you take the average uh, and, you know and that's uh, fine right like, because he he caters to a certain audience and and he has yeah, a, like, and, this is like and, politics and, for India you know what I mean that's what yeah, it seems like yeah. pretty much I mean, I mean, it's, 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 it's not like it's House of Cards you know yeah like a like a more plusher Rajniti kind of a uh, you know feel I got. But then yeah, yeah production value wise, definitely. But I think even Rajdeepi was a little bit better thought out and put together in terms of plot and nuance than something like this. You know what I mean? I think there's absolutely no nuance. I'm not talking about it. Rajdeepi was a yeah. good film. In fact, Rajdeepi yeah, there's, was there's very no nuance here. Yeah, there's no nuance here, man. There is no. There's just absolutely no nuance. It's just like you know. It's like when we talked about that uh, Bazaar film versus like Scam ninety two. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's the equivalent yeah. of that. Something which is it's a very very Bollywood. Safe. Yeah, exactly. It's just a very Bollywood take on 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 the subject. Okay, the and it's also very, sense. it's also very. I think current newsy, right? I mean, they have those protests and stuff like that, and it also seems like you're 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 stealing from news, and you're just putting it there without any underlying depth to it. Like one of my frustrations was this guys pursuing this this student leader to join the elections, right? And 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 the amount of steps he goes through to sort of get him to turn just boggles my mind. Like and anybody also, would, yeah. Yeah, the Billy. You know, also I felt it was too filmy, which is a little now we are done with, right? In this decade, exactly. it was too filmy. Like in the beginning, right. you know, if you've killed somebody with poison, you you won't sit across the table and tell him, "Tumko aconite samara, aconite samara." Arey, मतलब वो तो कह रहा हूँ मतलब वो पूरा spiel दे रहा है. He's talking to his dad. Dad is gross, dude. It's just I think Tigmanshu Dhulia was still pretty amazing, though. I, I I you know when I saw him there, I thought yeah maybe this show has a chance. And then yeah, I like, stopped after like, episode two. Yeah, the, the moment I started croaking afterwards, I thought, okay, okay, it's all okay. I only watched this. I swear to God, the only reason I watched this show was people were protesting against it. And my thing is, boss, anybody gets a protest by these nutters, I yeah, give that show a yeah. I get. I'm going to watch the whole show. 
So my, that is my way of protesting. No, for me, yeah. it's just an opportunity lost because I think this. Oh, would completely, have, uh, completely. You know, there was everything there. There was See, a great. You're platform. absolutely right. With very little effort, right? More effort than they've already made. Just a little bit of writing here and there, and they could have fixed the show and and not made like the same stupid mistakes. Uh, you know, it's not even a question of money anymore. It's just a question of effort now. I do think that there was the only in terms of you know because it's got such a heavy duty cast and all of that. I thought Gurpal, I, I thought Sunil Grover was yeah. fantastic though. Yeah, yeah, uh, agree. It was very refreshing to see him, and also mm-hmm. I think Sunil Grover is an extremely talented actor. Yeah, um, and I'm just glad that finally somebody's let him uh, step out of his comfort. Yeah, he's zone not being a fool. Different to do. He's not yeah. playing the fool, which is good to see. He reminded me of that character from House of Cards. Yeah, yeah, that's what he does. I mean, they yes. basically mimic mimic those different aspects, right? That's pretty much what they've done. They've cast those roles. you know and uh, yeah pretty much i mean funnily enough uh, i'm not a big fan of the house of cards anyway beyond the first season i think it was terrible i think it just started going downhill uh, very quickly anyway so it's very very convoluted man like the the mm-hmm. british version is so far ahead I and i think we should, yeah we should have ripped our show off of the british version because anyway parliamentary democracy right it would have been so much closer to what we do politically uh, to even steal from you know instead of going after mm-hmm. the america i doubt these guys have even watched the british version so which is so much more tongue in cheek and so much more sinister and funny rather than sort of like a just a straight up political play but i think that is Would beyond very close so any closing remarks from you guys on tando don't watch it don't watch it yeah i i just think that you know india as a country that's obsessed primarily with cricket bollywood and politics and uh, with mm-hmm. a talent list like this you had ali abbas zafar you had saif dimple kapadia I think this could have been a game-changing show. It's very unfortunate uh, the way it's panned mm. out. Yeah, right. Agreed. Okay, guys. The next one on our list: the White Tiger. Hmm. 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 What do you say about this? I think the film is as rare as the White Tiger. <laughs> I mean the, the the plot is I mean the point is as rare as the White Tiger. Yeah, like, what's going on? Like, why am I watching this? It is such a poverty porn perspective appealing to like the foreign viewership and it's about an india that genuinely i mean i'm sure parts of it exist but to pretend that everybody in this country who's made anything out of themselves is like a criminal right i it just uh, it's just terrible i mean uh, you know i'm not a big fan of slumdog millionaire as well i i think that also roots to certain aspects of this this space as well but at least it is a little bit more uh it's plot driven i think it's a lot more honest about the way it treats itself this film is just uh, you know i i just think it's not it reminds me of like if you really want to do like a slice of life film from india and what life is like i mean i would go pick a salam bombay which to me is like uh, the gold standard of of uh, urban sort of indian cinema or i if you want to pick something like city of joy which is again another version uh, but these films now it's it's just like watching the same film again and again uh this is no different from city of joy to me it is just the same story just yeah, like i told you guys right for me it's like a brown film for white people basically basically that's what it is it's completely it's just you know like so i guess this works for a for a western white audience. audience yeah who think this is what india is like you know that's yeah. the sad part because that's not what india is like and also you for know, me right. the larger tragedy is that you know it's a very shallow lens it's it's, it's oh, you know sure. it's like And 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 I'll quote. It's like Madhur Bhandarkar in his movies, and he talks about rich people. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. I think yep. there's there's absolutely no understanding of what India is or was. Yep. Um, and what really pissed me off was just the lack of depth, the lack of research, the lack of any interest. 
to actually understand what the Indian populace of that strata really truly is like. No, I completely also, agree. Also, plot, you know, I mean, if you look at Slumdog, you look at the Lion, you yeah. know, this film yeah. had a very nice, solid plot, right? I just felt the plot for me was like, yeah, okay. I mean, you know, I don't know. I just didn't. It just didn't get me. I no, know, it didn't, man. And, and I think the was thing, great. All that was good, but I think I think also they, they don't they disregard the fact that India is changing. It's changing rapidly. What was happening ten yes. years ago is not true today, and it's the same thing goes for the ten years before that and the ten yeah. years before that. You know. And also, this book was written in two thousand and eight, and I think uh, the author on the book, which I think Arvind Adiga himself, Adiga. I'm not sure, is 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 Indian India based himself. So it's. You've got two very warped lenses on yeah. India coming together because the director is also not Indian, and you know. You know um, that can actually that can actually work sometimes, and sometimes it can go badly. I think what happens here is I don't think they have any understanding of the matter, and like even Danny Boyle, for that matter, right? I mean, I remember he had like a co-director that didn't get much. Uh, yes. You know, uh, traction because I think there's some rules from uh, the DGA and stuff where you can't have two people directing and things like that, right? But, but he yeah, actually had like a he had actually like a co-director on the film with him that was uh, you know developing the film with him and working on it full time. So probably a lot of nuance and perspective came from I, and I can't remember for the life of me the name of the director right now, which just goes to show. And uh, you know, so I think that really must have helped uh, helped him to get. Uh, a project like that out i don't think that perspective exists here uh, i think the people involved i i don't know how much uh, and again I, what is priyanka chopra doing in this film again can somebody explain to me like what is the what is the point like why would she sign up for this see she I has mean, nothing to lose right i mean it's a prestige project she, uh, she would have got her money a few number of shooting days and it's international i mean i think for her it's fine this film does you know She's cool, right? I mean, this film does nothing to her, you know, her career. Yeah, but I, I mean, I would expect her to have a little bit more of a play. Like, she's a big star, dude. I mean, she's playing like a small bit part, and and you know, yeah, that, you know, that's the first thing that struck me about it. So while I was watching it, um, you know, her, I mean, of course, I'm not expecting a gigantic entry sort of a thing. It's not that kind uh, of a film. Um, but the way she just comes in, it's you know, she just comes in. It's it's like cut to, and she's standing yeah. there. Yeah, uh, you know, there's no perspective. Yeah, 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 and she's yep. in and out of the film. In fact, I thought if there's anybody that I actually liked, and I know, I know, everybody's going on and on and on about the the boy. Um, but if there's anybody that I thought was incredible in the film was Vijay Morya. I loved the way he's got. Oh, I thought he was great. His dialogue. I thought he was. Uh, I I did. Yeah, I completely agree. I thought he was great. I think he did a good job. But you know, like the other thing that I struggled with with this film, right? There is not a single person in this film that is. Has any redemptive sort of redemptive arc? There's no redemption. These are all horrible people in their own way. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, uh, so like Mahesh Manjrekar, his 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 oh, elder God. son. You know, I mean Priyanka Chopra. She she's the one who kills that kid or whatever it was. You mm. know, and she runs away and she just leaves the country and she leaves the country because of the way things are panning out. But she's not hurt enough to go out and confess to her crime. So it's so, just it's just bullshit, right? You know, yeah, so the point I'd like to I, I make. Doesn't even expose the urban hypocrisy. I think which they're trying to expose. Sorry. I say, think the say. only hypocrisy yeah, yeah. it exposes is the people who are freaking making the film. Honestly, yeah. they think they're doing a bang up job, and I think it's bullshit because they don't know what they're talking about. And then so, I think every time a film on uh, uh, disparity comes out, Bong Joon Ho dies a million deaths. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so I want to make uh, two points. You know, on this. Mm-hmm. You know, point one is. 
you can have great craft in terms of HODs and directors and yeah. actors. You yeah. can have all of the elements. You can have the money. You can have everything. But if your story script is not relevant enough, yeah. you know, I think it will just be a wasted effort. Completely. Right. In this case, if you look at every other department, is superb. It's just this. It's not the right story for screen. I, in my opinion, you know, at least for the Indian audiences. Yeah. I don't know about the Western audience. And the second thing is, you know, just because something reads well as a book. Yep. does not mean it will translate oh for speak. sure because the I expectations think, are so different yeah. and I think this yeah, is a classic yeah. example in my opinion for that of that right no I agree you know there's a I can't and, for, and again my memory is going right I mean it's like Swiss cheese but I saw this amazing film uh, about uh, and it's again set in Noida or something like that and it's uh, this man who guards a defunct mine and his wife and they have this landlord or boss or whoever and he comes in and he basically uh, uh, sexually exploits the guy's wife when he's away and basically it, it all turns into like a, a, a violent end where this guy's daughter runs away with someone hides at the mine the bosses and uh, you know was this, uh, this Titli by any chance? I don't, I don't think he was Titli man I can't remember the name and I've been trying to find it but I can't seem to sort of get a hold of it and it triggered that thought after White Tiger only. You know, this is a film. It was made over a very long time as well by like, you know, shoestring budget by an Indian director and probably nobody's watched this film and it's fantastic. It's made on a nothing budget and it's a brilliant, brilliant film and it touches upon all of these themes that White Tiger is claiming to touch upon is just poverty, exploitation, the, you know, the, the class system and the aspects of it and crime and, you know, how easily, like, you know, some people can take advantage of it. All of those things but in a much more sympathetic way, in a much more authentic way, then then this is just there is just no like nothing underneath, man. It's just a complete. See, also, it's coming from film. the expectations and hype, right? I think yeah, if yeah, yeah. this film didn't have great expectations, wasn't hyped as much. You know, would have been a regular Indian international film that releases on OTT platform in yeah. normal times where films also come in theaters. I think people would have, you know, it would have been okay because the expectations aren't much. But I think the expectations were so high with this film because it's just, there's nothing else in the theaters, right? So I think that's also a big problem is that when you look at something, you put the spotlight on it and then if it does not deliver, then then there's a problem. But you know, I'm not sure it came with as, as much hype, nah, to be honest. I, I don't know if there was, of course, I mean, there is Rajkumar Rao and there's Priyanka Chopra in it. Um, actually, but it was I, more, I think, industry hype. Actually, you're probably yeah, right. Yeah, there yeah. was no hype uh, like amongst consumers. Hmm. I think it's more of an industry hype because, you know, I've been trailing it. I know the producer, Mukul, you know, he's done a terrific job in getting this project made for years. You know, like... His effort is the only thing that I can, you know, like, like I can say, you know, great job done because he went through great issues in getting this project up. And I think almost really? a decade since he got the rights. Yeah. So finally he got it out. You know, I think, like I said, you know, I think the craft is there. It's just, you know, just the script is just, yeah, it just doesn't work. But and so much of voice I is boring. It's like reading a book, man. I mean, reading a book is not boring, yeah. I mean, I know it's, it's like yeah, reading a bad book. book. That's the thing. Bad it's like reading book, yeah. a bad book. Yeah, yeah. you can't get out of. Yeah, it's just you can see the you can see the mistakes they're making, right? And it's all like I say, it's only because it's, it's so superficially approached. And I, to me, honestly, I I don't think anybody who's putting a project like this together is ever going to be sort of able to sort of uh, do justice to it simply because. You, you don't you have one leg in like indie cinema and one leg in like mainstream Bollywood 
and and putting those two together is is always going to be a hard sell i mean they've taken the right steps you know they've got this actor out of nowhere to sort of be the lead and stuff just like they had dave patel and then freed up into a slum dog maybe you know they've taken all these steps to go and find the right guys but i mean at the end of the day it's not a fully formed film man it, it just leaves too many things in the open it leaves too many things out and it, it's so superficial in 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 the way it touches upon how rich people live it's just those aren't rich people man freaking all those buildings in noida and gurgaon are filled with regular people you know what i mean who work like 9 to 5 in like city bank and and you know call centers and you know regular it companies and, and not all of them are goddamn criminals who go around uh, stealing money from poor people exploiting poor people them, yeah or enslaving them i just think there's such a warped perspective to an extent yeah. that it's Uh, like I said, I mean, they should have just gone and watched Salam Bombay. I think honestly, See, this that's is a project. Yeah, this is a project. You know, it just yeah. happens and just it just happened, and then you know, it gets greenlit. You just make it. But you know, yeah, this is, but, this but, is but, but you still can make the effort, na Sid. I mean, come on, you just because it's greenlit, Sid, you would never go out and do a half-ass job, would you? You would put yeah, in the effort, na. Yeah, but what happens, right? At some point, uh, you know. Yeah, it's just it's just weird how some projects shape up and yeah. like you know people are really smart behind it. But I'm telling you, I mean this happens all the time. Most and of the stuff that we don't like. Ah, uh-huh, it happened on Tandav also, really na, right? Before this, we talked yeah. about Tandav. Maybe yeah, the smartest hoa, people, the people who have the best, uh, you know, access to resources, talent, everything. It's just job, somehow yeah. just projects just go in the wrong way because of oh. reasons which are different for different projects. You know, the, it's just. But the flip side of the it is, is, but this but comes across as a. You get you get dailies, man. You get you you can watch it on like three weeks, and you can go do pickups. You can go reshoot a little bit here and there. So it's not like this is something you can't do. These things. Yeah, but do if happen. the guy who's shooting it and who's seeing the oh. dailies thinks it's fine, and oh. and the thing yeah. is, and ah, the line that's that, what I'm saying. I said either they don't yeah, see it altogether. Now here, I'll tell you what the line that's given is, and ah. Harsh knows this. You yeah. know, we, if I face yeah. it in a like very early film, also right, it's raw yes. footage. There's no sound. It's not been oh. edited. There's no DI. You won't know. It's. It'll be fine. It'll come out. You know, right in the edit mm-hmm. table. This is how films get past that stage of dailies. Let me tell yes. you. Yes. No, yeah. but on a film like White Tiger, I don't even think it's about the dailies. Uh, if what Sid said is very correct, firstly, if you feel what you're doing is okay, then it doesn't matter. B, you know, for me, it's 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 not about. why tiger being made badly or executed incorrectly i think the lens is a problem the larger problem is the yeah, perspective yeah, yeah. of the film the, the, DNA, the very yeah, very co- and yeah i don't think the dailies would have fixed that you're right marsh i don't think that would have worked i think their approach is fundamentally off and no, no amount of dailies would have fixed it yep and you know when i was watching the first 45 minutes uh, you know i was actually for the, after a long time i saw a movie that sort of unnerved me um and then i kept asking myself that you know am i being unnerved A, am I am I being uncomfortable because A, is it is it like a really badly film uh, bad film done badly uh, showing my country in a certain way or is it that it is so good that it's making me uncomfortable that you yeah. know what some part of me believes that this is how I mean the casteism uh, communalism all of Exist. that you know that comes yeah. together yeah and yeah it's like, not the good kind of uncomfortable you're right like like yeah. I, like I said like I mentioned Salam Bombay right I mean that film like just it's difficult to watch like I, like I saw it as a kid. and then you know i i saw it like a couple of years ago and it's not it's like bicycle thieves again yeah uh, i mean i can't watch I, i can't add the dvd it, it's still wrapped in plastic i bought it years ago you know and i i've seen the film once i i could never go back and watch it again so it's a, it's a good kind of uncomfortable i guess but i do hope that the next film that comes out of india uh, and like sid said this was like a project where you know a lot of um, i mean not to say it about this particular project we can see a lot of goras going hey this this is the next slumdog millionaire you know 
we could do I this think in the next that's, I think that's probably what happened that's probably how the project got pitched I think Sid's right in that sense as well I think and what you're saying is pretty much what happened they pitched it as that it got picked up as that and the book is already won like a booker right yes. so it's already got that uh, fuel behind yeah, it's a, it. yeah on paper it's a great project it's There's a hot project yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's super hot Precisely. I just I just do wish that the next uh, film that comes out of India to go to the West or it comes out of the West and it's about India. I do wish it is also something. Um, I, I wish there's a Dil Chata like film. I wish there's a Zindagi Na Milegi Dobara like film. I, I, I wish there is a film that shows the other India to the to the West that they really don't know even exists in this country. That's all I hope now. You know, at least one film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, guys, uh, you know, I think. and sometimes cliches is not a problem i think if cliches told well you know it can also work without all the flashy craftiness that some filmmakers and writers want to you know try and use as their tools and you know get away with so you know the next two things that we want to talk about lupin and cobra kai i think are great examples of you don't need to have the world you know as your resources to get something right and let's talk about these yep. shows now Oh my god I mean Lupin is something that I've been so I, you know I if you remember on the last episode we spoke about it um and I I will yeah. have to eat my words with a very humble pie I did say that you know I couldn't get into the show and it wasn't working and then I gave it a second shot and I'll I'll be frank I only gave it a second shot because uh, of the way people spoke about it and it kept trending at number 1 so I got bullied into peer pressure or into <laughs> four, four more Um, hmm. But I'm going to quote. I'm going to quote uh, Raja Sen's. Uh, uh, you know, he wrote a great article on on the show, and he said a line. I'm, I'm going to quote a paragraph which, which which I think sums up sums it up beautifully, and then it'll be great discussion to have. He says that you know, in a television landscape that's littered with fatally flawed anti-heroes, there is something profoundly refreshing about following exploits of a leading man striving to conduct himself with honor and class. And to me, that is the best thing about the show, man. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it at all. I mean, I'm really keen to get on it. I'm trying to find my way to it right now. Uh, mm. Yeah, for sure. But there's a question no, that I wanted to ask both of you. Uh, you know, and Sid and Gaurav, please. So you know, the thing is, season one, and although Gaurav's not seen it, but you know, it'll be a very interesting one to discuss. Gaurav is that it's only got five episodes and no spoiler here, so there's no spoiler yeah. alert. But it's got it part. It, they're calling it part one. They're saying part two comes out this yeah. summer. and they've already done uh, five episodes one of them is 40 minutes another is 50 minutes it's sporadic i want to ask you guys is is this a european thing is this a french thing because i was very curious to know why only five episodes no i think I, it's a practical thing you can deliver five get the show out and then the second one will come immediately like in a few I think, weeks or months but i think it's also definitely a european thing right Even because COVID. i think i think covid as well but i think also uh, i think the europeans have always always been about like short seasons and good writing and i think long seasons is purely an american thing nobody else does uh seasons like that right they all do short seasons i mean some of my favorite shows are th- like white chapel is three episode seasons man the entire run is three seasons and nine episodes uh 40 towers is what 10 episodes over 10 years so you know even indian television right i think they used to follow that same 13 episode model or a short episode model where you only needed 13 episodes back when doordarshan was a thing correct till you had the soap operas take yeah, yeah but you know yeah, yeah, yeah essentially but that tell you what right project, yeah yeah but it's also you know it's also i think the way europe has been in the last few months and you know because of covid you know it's it takes so much more time to do the post and the edit for like 10 episodes versus 5 so you would make 5 like release them and then 
get five more soon yeah. i think it's also yeah. a function of that in this case it's a continuation yep yeah even right. 10 episodes is a fairly short run man i mean 10 is about the standard right usually it's 8 or 10 episodes if it's an hourly and and that's the upper limit of wherever i mean like it's i think it's also what hbo started doing right they didn't uh enslave themselves that whole 22 23 episode yeah, season yeah, yeah. model like broadcast television in the us does season season wise and uh, and i think they're the only ones to do it nobody else really follows that format anywhere in the world but i must say you know one observation about lupin and marsh you can yeah. you know Oh, uh, uh, you know, do share your view. You know, I felt it was very filmy and cliched in some, in yeah, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. In some plot points. I was like, you know, unbelievable. Like, then it, you know, kind of suddenly seems like a Bollywood film. It is. 90s. It is. No, <laughs> like, it is. I, I, I had the same thought. It, it, it's very, very. I thought some of it was so contrived uh, that it actually comes across as more than lazy writing. That. uh you know some of the escapes and some of the getaways for example like for example there is the scene and there's a spoiler i mean minor spoiler alert but you know um when omar sai's character when when you know when when um asan diop he the you know when, not the jail scene you know when he disguises himself as an old man and goes on national television and you've got the whole country watching and i'm thinking are yaar ye to this is like suresh obra in the 80s you know uh, this is exactly like it reminded me of that sort of a vibe um to some of it but, but i i i think that's also the reason said it's doing so well you know yeah, i think because exactly. it's so, so accessible that right yeah it works you can also make cliches and you know for commercial content you know you can make things work if you just got if you get the broad parameters right right then going back to the earlier point in the other two shows and the film that we are discussing i think the uh, the broad perspective wasn't right and then it, then everything else just falls like a pack of cards but you know it's like it's like how I, i i think that money heist is like doom for spanish people i think lupin is doom too for french people yeah it's exactly <laughs> that isn't it <laughs> true, true. it's a, it's 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 it's, 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 it's exactly that isn't it but i'll tell you say coming back to your point i i do agree that a lot of it is very convol- uh, very contrived um i think the reason it works and the reason it worked for me particularly um is that it's got its heart in the right place you know it's it's got the fact that it's so correctly constructed the revenge is just so well done also the fact also you're taking morris leblanc you know greatest uh, i mean you know arsene lupin is one of the greatest greatest de- uh, uh, characters ever created in literature and right. we often speak about poirot and you know it's my lifelong dream to see tintin come alive and you know how does one take a, a material written in the 1940s and 50s and make it oh. relevant I think Lupin is the most brilliant example of it that you've taken a contemporary character who's a fan of the novels, right? And how he uses yeah, the great device of the 1950s to solve his problems in in contemporary France. I think I to think me that that's the greatest thing. This right. device yeah. is super. I think we'll see a lot of it in you know Indian and Western content, American. I content have a f- no. So for example, if you take Faluda, right now, you know again or Bumkesh for that matter, right? Yeah. So so now you don't have to take the stories written in the fifties. You can just have yeah, a, a, a a fanboy in the nineties. And I agree with Sid. My fear is that there is going to be a a massive flurry of content like this now. Is my feeling too? For sure. I think somebody's writing it as you're speaking. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Sure. But but also Omar Sai, I think he's just. I thought he's he's yeah, again he to quote quote Rajasthan. He's the smoothest hero on TV today, man. I think he was just so well done. Like so James well done. Bond, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Omar Sai is the guy from uh, what was it? The one with the guy in the wheelchair, right? Uh, yeah, in- the Untouchables. I think. In- Untouchables. Yeah, Untouchables. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Untouchables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same guy. Same. Same. Yeah, guy. that's, that's yes. pretty cool. Yes, he's great in that. Yeah, so next, uh, you know, Maharshi, your favorite show, Cobra Kai. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I think you know Cobra Kai. Just I mean, it just gives me goosebumps every time I talk about it. A, I'm I, I'm assuming yeah. all massive massive Karate Kid fans, aren't we? I mean, you know, uh, Miyagi. Miyagi is is. Yeah, yeah, I think Master sure. Miyagi is, is is one of the coolest characters ever written in history. I think. Um, I think it's a show that you know. So 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 it's funny. So I I first saw it when it came out on YouTube. um as a youtube original right and i was working with sony pictures at the time so i remember there was i think an internal mailer and all that uh, and that's how i got to watching the show uh, and i thought it would become very big um unfortunately nobody really spoke about it and then season 2 came out in fact i i didn't watch season 2 so myself it came on youtube like, red no you know it wasn't yeah. really that popular and, and and i think during the lockdown when it came on netflix is when it really blew out you know then it just completely blew up and and everybody started talking about it and yep. uh but i i still think it's not spoken about enough man i know it's trending everywhere it's got no i agree i, I, I agree I, in fact i uh, i i think one of the i think this was a great season in particular oh my god it went yeah. back to a couple of those places where you know the other films were kind of covered and uh, i think <laughs> I it, I not to spoil it not to spoil yeah. it uh, but yeah i think i think it's like a really rounded season i really enjoyed watching it i i sort of uh, binged pretty much all of it it's it's like uh, comfort food you know what i mean it's like comfort tv like you know this world it was really awesome back then and and just to see these guys come back and sort of round up their stories uh, is is just amazing and and it just continues on this is like some nonsense happening at at some point or the other sometimes they're together then they're competing then they're all together it's just it's got all these it's like a tv show it's like a yeah, tv yeah. show it's got these great sort of little moments that that keep popping up man it's it's so much fun and and i was actually right i i i wrote a little post the other day on this and and it was about how basically you know youtube uh came up with this show and and they let it go and and it, it, it on netflix has been like this massive hit and 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 youtube just kind of missed the boat and it just sort of just to me it, it just sort of signals what youtube has missed the boat in general uh when it comes to creating content so right youtube had another great great show it, there was another yeah. great show called vain that was also on youtube i think youtube launched with cobra kai and vain mm. um, and it's unfortunate that they picked two fantastic shows that didn't go anywhere till another platform, platform so yeah because Long i think platform. what happened was uh, I think it was not even that. I think it was wrong strategy. I think when Cobra Kai was developed, they were they were going out and going to spend two billion dollars and create all this original content. And somewhere something happened, and the strategy completely changed. And I think the budget went from two billion to two hundred million, which basically meant all these shows kind of went out. And I think YouTube just tripled down on uh, say, okay, we're just going to get ad money, and we don't really care about creating content and charging sub. or finding subs or whatever for whatever reason and uh, they've cornered that one side of the market but i think uh, i think amazon is actually their strategy at that time was you know you know they wanted to focus on youtube stars and make original yeah they still do stars. they still do they still do yeah. i think i think for them a youtube original has to come from a youtube yeah. channel you know what i mean right uh, so i i just think that i find that to be a very very uh half big yeah, sometimes the wrong shows get on the wrong platform yes, right as i'm saying you no know, it does it does but like i said if if they just stuck it out and done it if youtube originals had existed in the way they wanted it to i think you would have still been fine i think the show would have found its audience because then the subscriber base would have gotten larger because they would have continued to invest and more people would go to youtube for original content i think because only two shows really came out and then they pulled the plug i i think the platform died and then the show had to move on obviously but 
uh, yeah, I think it could have done just as well on YouTube if YouTube had existed as a content platform rather than a you know UGC, which is what it is essentially today. So, in fact, I think uh, I think Cobra Kai is the kind of show that would have broken out at no matter what platform it came on, you know. And 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 also, it's a great example of what to do with a spin-off. You know, I think it's the most fantastic. Also, again, like Lupin and like Sid was also mentioning, I think the greatest. Joy for me uh, on Cobra Kai is the simplicity more than anything in its writing. It's not very complicated. It's not very complex. They're not falling their own trap. It's just very, very, very simple. And, and again, in Cobra Kai, like Lupin, some of it can seem very contrived, very bachkana, you know, for the lack of a better word. Um, but I think it's it's the fact. I, I think you enjoy it also because it is like that because of the so, you know. Some. You know, I have you know, like in my opinion, the problem with Cobra Kai on YouTube is two things that I think. Didn't work. One is, it's not a show for the young adult audience. You know, your characters are older people. I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a show for middle-aged people. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're like 25, 30 plus. They would really like a show like this. It's like right. you know, restarting, coming back, you know, with a bang, and uh, you know, Johnny Lawrence, kind of gone through like Lawrence. a. Yeah. yeah. So you know, yeah. it was the the audience is very different on YouTube, and especially in those years. And the second thing is, you know, it's kind of made like a TV show, and that audience is not on YouTube. You know, YouTube is a very yeah. different audience expectation, impatience, patience level. You know, all of those things. Our behavior is so different on YouTube, and it's so different on a subscription of YouTube, and so different on Netflix, Amazon. So I think it's just a complete mismatch of audience. It's just you know, I mean, I couldn't imagine a show like that was on YouTube. It just didn't make sense. Strategy. Yeah. I mean, you know. No, but yeah, I, I, coming, I completely agree. Yep. And and coming back to what Gaurav said, I think you know how we spoke about Mizapur and how season two is the trap, right? Because you're a living mm -hmm. off expectations of season one and building up season three. I think with Cobra Kai, the way it ended in season two, you you have no clue where to go from here on. And season three was just build up, 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 and no blowout. Which sets the pattern and season, it's already been renewed for season four. I have a feeling season four is just going to be next level now because now all the all the all the screws are in place. You know everything's in motion, um, and I can't wait for season four because I think it's going to explode on season four. Yeah, I hope so, man. You know this uh, this uh, the la uh, the latest season of Cobra Kai has been watched by seventy plus million. I'm so happy. It's insane, right? I mean, think about the audience that, look, I think Netflix brings an inherent set of audiences because, you know, it's, it's precious real estate, right? The moment Cobra Kai goes up on a, a masthead of Netflix and people land on that page and they sample, I think there is something to be said of the power of that sort of interface. But at the same time, YouTube gave up that many views, essentially. And 70 yeah. million on a goddamn paying platform, yeah, which is 10 bucks a month. YouTube yeah. is a free hair or it was $2 a month. So it would have been maybe twice the number if they had actually played it right. So I think there's a massive mistake in my opinion. So, uh, Gaurav, do you want to talk about your your current favorite? Yeah, Gods so I'm three. watching American Gods uh, season three and I'm really enjoying it. I mean, I, I love the show. It's it's not for everyone. Uh, it's kind of graphic. It's, it's, it's basically about uh, gods living on Earth today and, and they're getting into battle. And uh, uh, the stories that play out between the two, it's like a mix of American history mixed with Nordic history and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it's Neil Gaiman and it, it's really out there as a, as a subject, but they do a really bang up job of putting the show together. They've had some over changes, changes in like showrunners and things like that. So there's been some turmoil mm -hmm. in the back there, but it's beautifully okay. made. And it's kind of graphic 
and it, it deals in sort of subject matter that uh, you really won't get in any other shows. So it's a little bit out there, but I enjoy it immensely. Uh, it's just so much fun to watch. And uh, it's beautifully filmed. This season in particular is uh, just just stunningly for cinematography. This shows on which platform? This is on Amazon Prime. It's Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. I would, I would. I mean, if yeah. you haven't checked it out, I would just I say check it out. The pilot is yeah, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, the pilot is just like the first scene in the show to me is just like one of the best best openings I've seen ever. So it is beautiful. I think this was on your list, right? The top ten shows of last no, year. Uh, no, I don't think so because I, I, I it wasn't out at that time. When we did our list, I just yeah, came out yeah, now. Yeah. I just saw the three episodes now, like back to back on Amazon. Okay, okay. And so it wasn't out. Otherwise, you would definitely would have put it up. But also, twenty twenty one, me nikla hai mere khayal se. Acha. And it's a, it's it's an uh, so it's you know so I have to say Neil Gaiman is somebody who's one of my favorite writers. I've I've read, um, yeah, I've read every single book that he's ever yep. written. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan of his, and I have this block that if I read something before the show comes out, then yeah. I can watch it. uh because you know i'm sorry but video is never going to be close to literature in barring certain cases like the prestige etc um sure. so i i'd read the books i'm a huge fan but now i'm intrigued to watch it after gorov said also i was you know i was more interested so i i i looked it up more after gorov spoke about it um hmm. and i didn't know it's created by brian fuller man and i love yep. brian fuller because yep. i'm a huge hannibal and he yeah, was absolutely day, absolutely know? absolutely it has Have that, you heard it has neil gaiman speak by the way Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, yep. I, 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 I did. I, I bought the audible version of Sandman, where he is one of oh. the voices. And there is nice. voice. The way he speaks, man. It's brilliant, yeah. man. You know, my favorite, my favorite Neil Gaiman story is basically he goes around. Uh, if he's in an airport and he sees a book of his, he'll sign it. So you, ah. so people randomly get like autograph copies, uh, uh, depending on where Neil Gaiman's been, I guess. So uh, that's like the cool bit. I love his, you know, or that book, the Graveyard Book, superb. Oh, I haven't read that. I haven't read that. I've read Sandman, obviously, and uh, but uh, but like I said, I mean, this again, you know, it's it's almost as complicated to me as like doing like if you were doing a modern setting of like the Mahabharat or whatever. It's really yeah. that scale and that complicated in terms of uh, the mythology they're building and the the story that the modern story they're telling. It's just, the difference, honestly, is that these are gods who are living in America, and American history is essentially three hundred years old. So, uh, not it doesn't really go much further back than that. So these gods who came to America. So, it's really got a lot of this stuff going on, and uh, it also is dealing with like infidelity and and things like that of the characters, the main story. So, it, there's also a plot to it. It's not just like you know, uh, myth driven or, or or larger subjects. It's actually like a plot which is very very central to it. And no, it's got to be um, right because the, I know the book was incredible. Yeah, possibly one of my top three favorite books. So I, you know, thank, yep. I think I think the base is so strong. Like like Karate Kid, right? When the base is so good, yeah. Uh, and then you get the right people to adapt it. It's like full Sony pe soha jaata hai. You know, it's also it's also it's also very much like uh, you know. Uh, You know, you think of like the, the, I don't know if you read like the comic series. This uh, one called Forty Ninety Two, I think it is. Uh, it's basically like you know the founding of America, or no, was it Sixteen O Two? I can't remember this. Marvel Sixteen O Two, maybe I think it is. So it's all these Marvel sort of characters who are in uh, who are living in America. You know, it's, it's I think it's also by Neil Gaiman. So right. uh, they're all living in the U.S., but this is like four hundred years ago or whatever. and it does like this really cool retelling where these people sort of move 
you know, they come on the Mayflower and stuff like that. And, 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 and all these characters are living in the U S so you've got Charles Xavier and, and, and I think it's, uh, daredevil was in it as well, I think. And, and the story, but it's happening in the 1600s in the U S when America was kind of, you know, just like very recently founded at that time and, uh, amazing, amazing sort of setting, um, you know, written by Neil Gaiman as well. So brilliant. So this is again in that sort of space. It, it does a very good job of taking over that just without the superhero aspect of it. Right. Uh, right. just stunning. But I, I remember check the book and I, and I remember that Mr. Wednesday was my favorite character. And, and you know, yeah, yeah, Wednesday, yep. They, yep. So, so they've gone to Bruce Willis first, then they've gone to Nicholas Cage, I think. Uh, right. and, and I think they've gone to Dennis Quaid or something. They all turned it down. So I don't know who did it eventually. Um, but, but it would have been very, I, I don't know. I, I'm assuming neither of them are there on the show, right? Because no, I, I don't remember neither, reading. Neither, neither of them are there. So it's actually, I think it's, uh, you know, Ian McShane who played, uh, the bar owner in Deadwood, uh, who played yeah, yeah, Al's question yeah. in Deadwood, uh, which is actually one of my favorite characters of all time. And one of my favorite series, Deadwood. I and, love Deadwood. Yeah. And yeah. So, so Ian McShane is the one who plays Wednesday and, and he's got this, you know, he's, he's black beard. He's, he's black beard, isn't he? He's black beard. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So he, he's, he's very, very cheeky in the, in the show as well. And, uh, I think he does a really good job. I, I don't really see Bruce Willis being able to pull off. Uh, you know, Bruce Willis plays Bruce Willis. So yeah, I, I think if my, if my memory serves me right, I do know there was some talk about Nicolas Cage and all these guys. And, you know, because that time it was very big that, you know, probably years was, ago, yeah. you know, probably when it was being developed, you know, like 10 years ago maybe, or something yeah, like that, maybe, maybe, yeah. uh, you know, but right. that's always how it is, right? It's always these big names who get attached. And the moment it sort of starts developing, they bounce on to maybe $20 yeah, yeah. million. Dollars that's that's so, how the business is, man. Yeah, 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 pretty, yeah. Much, pretty much. What else are you guys watching? Like, so, I started, so just earlier today at lunch, um, you know, I started something that is seemingly very interesting. I'm just, I'm just midway through the first episode and if it's any good, hopefully we'll all be able to talk about it. It's a non-fiction series called Spycraft. That's just like, yeah, I was watching that as well. Yeah. Last week. And, uh, so I mean, I, and it's based on an incredible book because I know Henry Schleisinger and all of that, you know, and he writes some very, very interesting stuff. Uh, so I'm, I'm, very, I'm very intrigued. I've just seen only the first part of the first episode and it's mm-hmm. about espionage and it's about, um, yep. you know, uh, so, so it's seeming very interesting. So let's see how it goes from, uh, did you finish no. it, Gaurav? No, I didn't, I didn't finish it. I was just, uh, just sampling it, man. I was, but the list of the episodes looked really interesting. And yeah, like, I yeah, think there's yeah. honey trap and stuff in there as well later on. So, uh, it, it does look interesting. I love like espionage is like, uh, it's my favorite genre. Yes. It's my favorite. Yeah, totally. Totally. So I'm, you know, like, uh, I'm a huge, like Tinker Taylor fan and, you know, um, cold and stuff. So, uh, I think it's a really bleak world. I, I, I really hope that someday we get to do like a, a a proper espionage thriller out of our country, man. Uh, it would be so much. I think we are close to close to, I think like a good one though, like a genuinely, like not one of those Mr. Bond, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) You know, we talked about Suraksha. More real stuff, right? More real it's more more real stuff. Uh, I mean, I wish we get our our homeland. I mean, we got uh, Bandi Yudke on. Oh my God, that was a piece of <laughs> my God. It's like it was like you know what we need, Gaurav. You know what we need. We need a Kamosh version of an espionage film. If you know what I'm saying. So you know what, what I've what got a, I've got a good history. suggestion. I've got a good suggestion here. I, there's an underrated film. I think uh, ten or twelve years ago called Mukbir. So it's oh, not yes, it's yes, not yes, espionage. Yes. I think it's more. Uh, undercover cop or whatever, but this guy goes undercover onto a terrorist cell or whatever. But Mm. I thought, and this is like got Sunil Shetty in it, man. 
you know oh, what i mean mani shankar you know mani shankar is a yeah mani shankar exactly i mean this is got a film with sunil shetty and jackie shroff in it and, and i'm saying it's a compelling film it's yeah. a compelling uh, like it's just put together so well it's moody it's not there's no flash there's no pizzazz it's actually mm-hmm. like you feel you feel the guy's plight you know it's just so sad that it didn't really get a wider audience it also had its issues the wrong title yeah that's other thing man it it doesn't yeah. make any sense yeah. it also uh, it also has like issues with the telling but even without that for a film like for our for an hour industry man this is a and 10 years ago this is really out there no no but manish shankar is very impressive i don't know why he's disappeared because he would have been perfect for today's series and all like you know he made a movie called 16 december with milin soman and i've K-K seen it i've seen that i've seen that and I've it was a that. very compelling film as well you know and then he went yeah. he lost the plot because he made rudraksh with sanjay dat and he made tango charlie with ajay devgan and those were really tango charlie was a third trap no you yeah. get trapped tango charlie was a third man like why yeah. would you sign up for that film <laughs> रुद्राक्ष तो मैं बोलना नहीं चाहता कुछ भी बट रुद्राक्ष Well, very interesting. So I want to see more. Yeah. Uh, very different, and you know, I love all things retro. But I want yeah. to see a few more episodes. And it reminded me of Pleasantville. Have you seen Pleasantville? Yeah, I haven't seen Pleasantville. Oh man, Pleasantville with uh, I think it was Toby Maguire and uh, mm-hmm. or Contact House. Pleasantville or was that Smallville? No, it was Pleasantville. It was basically oh, Toby Maguire and sorry, sorry. you know I think Reese Witherspoon or was it uh, one of those? I think it was Toby Maguire and you know they go into this TV show basically like the fifties you know Ozzy and Harriet and TV show and, and then basically uh, it it becomes like slowly goes into color because they discover like sex and masturbation and all of those oh, things really? get discovered in like a 50, in the fifties TV world. It. Yeah, so uh, they bring basically corruption to the the fifties TV world. and uh, which is also obviously very very pure and clean right you know i think uh, the honeymooners didn't even show husband and wife sleeping in the same bed because uh, there was no no in those days or whatever right so it is it had that vibe to it so i'm i'm quite keen to check it out so maybe i i'll give that a go uh, and uh, look like in as well yeah 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 i do yeah. plan to do wonder vision this week is it wonder is it wonder wonder i think it's wonder vision wonder, wonder. wonder. उसर Also, 
I'll fill you guys in. Yeah, Downton Abbey for crack addicts it is. I I think like like the you know uh, uh, glamorous uh, fabulous lives of Bollywood. I, I think this is yeah, the yeah. Sid has to take one for the team yet again. You know. Yeah, yeah I was telling <laughs> Sid. This is exactly how I introduced Bling Empire to Sid. It's Bollywood wives with Asian people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's no, very very, is, very yeah. It's very commercial. It's very. But also there is a show, guys, that I have a feeling is going to break out. I haven't seen a lot of it yet. um but it's making the right noises it's a turkish drama called ethos is the english name on netflix do check it out i believe it's a absolute, it's a absolute thriller. is it a thriller is it a thriller i think it's a thriller and it's an absolute think, touch it's a no i think i saw i saw the i saw the trailer and i put it on like okay i'm going to go check this out later Right. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it looked interesting, like uh, high-end sort of uh, setup. Istanbul, and I think four. Yeah, yeah, I think it had like stories coming together. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely checking this out later. Do yep. do do get this because I, I have a feeling. I have a. I just have a gut that this one's going to be taking off in in a few weeks yeah. from now. So, yeah. I, there was. Is it? Is it the, the, the? There was. I'm sure this was the one. I can't remember. But there's like a. There's a. There's definitely one Turkish. Was it Mosul? I can't remember. What was it? No, uh, Mosul is the one that's set in Baghdad, uh, in Iraq, and that's an action uh, film. There was there was series. one there was one or two other Turkish series which are like these espionage settings, you know, in Turkey, and right. uh, this seemed really the Turkish TV like it's really coming on strong, man. Yeah. Uh, have you have you checked out Ertugrul? It's I like a, oh, you like Ertugrul? <laughs> I've seen a few episodes. It's got haunting yeah, yeah, music, yeah. man. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I, it's a great series, man. Like they really. I've seen it play at home. It's a it's a little bit it's a little bit soap opera, but uh, I wish it wasn't as long. It had shorter episodes and shorter runs, but uh, they they're really kicking ass out of that. No, I think all of Turkish is is largely soap opera ish, but this ethos huh. is something that's more European and it's got that yeah. vibe. You know, it's a it's a mix of uh, Amores Pero. It it reminded me of Amores Pero and it is Amores Pero. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. I uh, think so the great thing the great thing is that you know we're watching all these international series here on demand without any hassle without having to go look for it which i love that's amazing man. absolutely yeah, without having awesome. to watch pirated stuff and download yeah man yeah, yeah. Hate doing that. actually I never did that i only watched what was available no no i i did what uh, i had <laughs> of course i would no, have <laughs> so i think But, on this note guys i think it's uh, awesome. i think we got a nice think, full episode Yeah, God, actually, it was great fun. I think it was great fun, huh? Today, I think discussing all these shows was truly great fun. And I think you got enough stuff to now sample and check for next week. Yes, for the next yes, episode. yes, yes. I'm sure some yes. other stuff will pop up in the next couple of days. We'll yeah, 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 for sure. We'll figure it out. Cool, guys. All right, man. So that's the episode for today. Hope you guys had as much fun as we did. Do give us your feedback on Instagram at eplogmedia, and subscribe to our shows on your favorite podcast app. If you are on Apple. Do rate and review Binjistan. It'll help us. Until next time, keep binging.